You're listening to Phanalysis, a sci-fi and fantasy TV podcast. In this episode, we are talking about Supergirl, episode 222, and more specifically, we are talking about Lena Luthor and... Her parts? Supercorp. And their parts. (laughs) Yes, the parts will probably come up in conversation (laughs) as they do between the two of us. I'm here for the parts. Everybody knows. My name is Chris. And my name is Stephanie. And I think I feel like we should begin. I just want to say, Lena Luther, you are my hero. Because, <laughs> I mean, she was my hero before this, but uh, yeah. Times infinity now. I mean, I didn't didn't take Lena to be such a jealous person that she would completely irradiate the Earth's atmosphere so that her potential romantic rival could not return to the planet. But you know what? I fully support her actions here. (laughs) I don't think irradiate is the word you're looking for, but uh, yeah. Whatever. You know what I mean. Contaminate. (laughs) Contaminate. Sure. But my point being, she she made Mon-El flee the planet. Therefore, she is is my hero times infinity. Thank you, Lena Luthor. (laughs) captain of the Bezimates Supercorp ship. <laughs> and all of its parts. <sighs> we should just, we should get her a full-size cape. <laughs> you earned this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. No tiny capes for you anymore. You have graduated. <laughs> Speaking of tiny capes, did you notice the dirty look she gave to that tiny cape? Oh my god, that was amazing (laughs) if you don't know what we're talking about there's a shot of the red dress lying on the floor next to her sofa and she just she gives it such a dirty look it was disgusted she was just completely disgusted when she was staring at the the red dress i i think probably she was mostly disgusted by the tiny cape let's be honest (laughs) that is probably what it was yeah But I will say, before she shot at that disgusted look, I had a moment where I was thinking, is that is that, is that Supergirl's cape on the floor there? <laughs> you thought she was undressing? Yes, I was like, is Kara in the process of undressing somewhere in the building? You have read too much fan fiction. <laughs> I know, I know. But when Lena shot at that dirty look, I was like, oh no, that's the red dress. And it was totally just the dirty look that, that gave it away, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Like, she would never give Kara's cape that, that dirty a look. No, especially if Kara was somewhere in the building undressing. She would, she would not be. <laughs> she would Maybe not she have... would give it that dirty a look if it was in the way. You know? <laughs> but otherwise, no dirty looks for, for Kara's red cape being draped across her flooring <laughs> at all. By the sofa. Oh, that sofa. Speaking for the sofa, I'm sorry, sofa. You can put out your own statement later if you want to, but I feel like the sofa yearns for more Bezimates action upon it. I mean, it is it has been the location of so much so much stuff between the two of them. I feel like the sofa's like, come on, guys, give me more. I'm up for the task. <laughs> Again, it depends on what fanfic you've been reading. <laughs> we didn't get near as much Lena this week as we as we did last week. Uh, but I did enjoy the scenes that, that Lena had with Lillian. We were we got so lost in our tiny cape conversation last week, we didn't really talk about poor Lena and having to deal with the fallout of realizing Rhea had manipulated her. I just, I want to give Lena such a big hug. For reasons. <laughs> for reasons, for parts, for... <laughs> I'm making everything just sound much dirtier than it is. 
we do on these episodes. That that's kind of the point, right? But I thought the the scenes between her and and Lillian were good. They were really good. And Katie McGrath has had an interview in which she says as much. But you know, I think the the betrayal by Rhea actually probably stung more than Lillian's inevitable betrayals that she's experienced over the course of her right. life. Because this actually felt like a betrayal of trust, whereas she just kind of expects it from Lillian. It's just sort of their dynamic. Yes. But I, I felt like they could have used some sort of little coda scene on the Lillian and Lena stuff. In yeah, it was kind of weird because there was just the thing at the end of the episode where there's like a news feed talking about how, mm-hmm. you know, Lillian Luther of Cadmus has claimed responsibility for getting rid of the Daxamites. And like, that's all we hear of them again. Yeah, because I feel like... This episode was different, right? Because they work together and Lena wasn't entirely opposed to her mother's ends. But at the same time, it's not like we saw her mother recruit her to her own side. So I like that there was kind of a some progression in their relationship. But I wish we had had a little bit something to like follow up on the fact that they were able to work together toward this goal. But, you know, how does Lena feel about that? Fingers crossed. Season three. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get to keep Brenda Strong around, which I'm happy about. I like her. I'm pretty excited about it, too. I mean, Lillian mm-hmm. is terrible, but Brenda Strong is awesome. Brenda Strong's great. I think the dynamic between Lillian and Lena is really interesting. Mm-hmm. But I, and I liked how strategic Lena was. Like, this kind of felt like a, a throwback to Medusa in a way, because she helped Lillian build the, the box thingy. <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. You're terrible. It just, it just hit me. It's <laughs> like it was right there I had to. <laughs> so she helped her build that. And yet she made it so very clear that I, you know, I may be working with you, but I still do not trust you. Like I gave, I gave Supergirl the remote, which made me happy on, on multiple reasons. Cause when Supergirl was there earlier to when they were introducing the idea of using the, the lead dispenser thingy, it was a little frosty in there. It felt like Supergirl toward Lillian, which was understandable. Lillian tried to abandon her up on the Daxamite ship. I understand Supergirl's frostiness, but it seems like she and, and, and Lena had a tender moment off screen that we didn't get to see. So in my head. <laughs> There was making out. <laughs> I would like to point out that you just said that Lena gave the remote to her box to, to Supergirl. I know. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so she handed off the remote to her box <laughs> to Supergirl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, So I think things are okay between... Between Kara, or Supergirl at least, and Lena. Though, I, I feel like it seems like Tumblr is, is having a bit of a conversation about that scene. They are. When they were talking about Lena's box. <laughs> <sighs> There's this whole thing. Lena, Lena talks to Supergirl about, you know, did you know that Monel of Daxum is dating Kara Danvers? So I've seen all this sort of discourse about, well, what what is it exactly that she's saying is she hinting that she knows that they're the same person or is she trying to like caution supergirl like did you know that he's her boyfriend because it seemed like she was maybe trying to to protect her bezzy mate's heart i i think definitely it felt realistic that lena would be thinking about her good friend kara and the fact that her actions lena's actions could negatively impact her so it could it could just be that on that level, 
but I don't know. I hadn't considered if it might have been a, a wink, wink, a nudge, nudge. I I actually know that you and Kara are the same person, Supergirl. So I don't know. What did, what did you think? But I mean, think? there's this other thing, too, where they're like, well, is she trying to warn Supergirl off just because she thinks something's going on between Supergirl and Monel is also a thing I think I saw on Tumblr? Like, she thinks that maybe Monel is cheating on Kara with Supergirl. Oh, I hadn't considered that. I mean, I need to go back hmm. and rewatch to to see. Maybe we'll do that in between recording this and re- recording for our full episode, and we can discuss further then. Yeah, because I gotta say, even though I was I was into the scene because Lena was there and I, she mentioned Monel, and I kind of fell into a coma, which is my usual response. So I don't entirely remember what happened. <laughs> Not gonna lie, same thing happened here. <laughs> That's pretty bad, I know. And I just, I feel like such a terrible person, Chris, because I keep thinking that Lena looks so good when she's emotionally distraught. Like, I just, I love her in, I guess, what counts as casual clothes for Lena Luthor in her office, just like drinking. She looked so good, though. (laughs) She looked so good. Her hair was all down and a little rumpled, and the lighting really flatters her in her office, and her eyes look so pretty, and like, oh. I'm terrible. So terrible. (laughs) Everything is terrible. Let's hug for comfort, Lena Luther. (laughs) Speaking of hugging for comfort. Yes. So Kara was lamenting to Kat how, like, all of her friends, they had their own significant others. I feel like Kara was forgetting quite literally two, but especially (laughs) one of her friends. Well, let's let's not be like the show with minimizing James, shall we? Shall we not do that? No, no, no. I'm so bitter about it, Stephanie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So, yes. A, James is also single, Kara. <clears throat> B, your good friend Lena just went through a similar experience, having to kill a, a man she loved in order to protect people. And I feel like y'all have a lot to talk about, and maybe you should just make out consolingly. That's I'm, I'm that's just saying, idea. like, Lena killed her former love to protect... Supergirl, I mm-hmm. wouldn't think you should remember that, Kara. Mm-hmm. I know you're grieving, but still, come on. Well, in my head, after her angry, crying, flying session, maybe she went over to Lena's, and they talked it out, and then they made out. And, and then the red fabric pooled by Lena's couch is Kara's cape. Yes. And then she, Kara's like, remember this remote you gave me to your box? <laughs> I would like to use it again. <laughs> First it got rid of Monel. Let's see what else it can do. (laughs) Oh, dear. Should we move on to Dilster feedback? (laughs) Probably. Okay, let's start with Kathy. This is actually something that Kathy sent us after City of Lost Children aired, so... Obviously, that that is the episode she's speaking of. Kathy says, Such a delightful opening scene with Kara and Lena's lunch-slash-brunch date. However, as much as I love me some Supercorp, I have enjoyed seeing Lena have a story with someone other than Kara. However, her track record isn't great. Lillian, Jack, and now Rhea are not exactly successful relationships. I also thought that we are going to get Kara have to once again give Lena the talk. I.e., you know your pal Lillian slash Jack slash Rhea? Well, they are actually totally evil. On the plus side, I'll be your friend forever and ever with absolutely no chance of us ever falling out. To be fair, (laughs) Jack was not evil. 
It's true. He was being manipulated by somebody else who was evil. So Exactly. Yeah. Kathy continues, killing her husband, stabbing Kara with kryptonite, giving birth to Monel, arranging a Daxum invasion, all heinous crimes, but betraying our sweet Lena, making her be all hero worshipy and believing in her, just unforgivable. Rhea is completely evil and must be stopped, preferably by Monel, who is then forced to leave Daxum and hence depart from Earth. I'll even allow a bit of a heart-stringing, tugging goodbye scene with Kara. And that pretty much all came to pass, so thanks, Kathy. Except for Monel stopping Rhea. Yeah. Because he's useless. Because he's useless. He did what he does best and did nothing. And then ran away. Yep. Those are the two things he does. We also got a message from Kate about the episode Resist. What a great episode. I know you're all about the Lena, but wasn't Cat Grant fab? However, it was interesting how Monel and Lena were paired in so many ways this week. Obviously, that joyous wedding and a little potential Mon-Lena-Daxamite test tube baby. Ew. Agreed. Yeah. But also the way they were grouped as two people I love, direct quote from Kara. Then the shared I see why Kara loves you from them both. Lena showed her smarts again, shooting the guard and opening the door for their escape. I did like that Lillian and Kara talked about why Lillian hadn't told Lena about Kara's secret identity and Lillian saying it would make Lena hate Kara. Foreshadowing? Do you think that is true? For me, Lena has shown appreciation of Supergirl, although not the friendship we've seen between Lena and Kara. Remember, she chose to save Supergirl over a handsome Nanojack. I think she'd be hurt, and possibly it might negatively affect their friendship for a bit, but I don't think it would turn her into an enemy for Supergirl. Daftist line, Kara Danvers sent me. They are being held hostage and forced into marriage while aliens attack. It's Supergirl's job to save them. Great episode, but sad there is only one left. On the bright side, perhaps Monel will get sent to the Phantom Zone or head back to Daxum. Yay, and he did. <laughs> I agree, though. The, the car at Danvers sent me is so unnecessary. <laughs> I know. It's so unnecessary. I did see a so, comment somewhere that was like, is Supergirl trying to earn herself brownie points? It feels like it, right? She wants. It does. She, she's like, oh, I, I, I mean, Kara. Kara really cares about you. <laughs> Love me. <laughs> it was just a completely unnecessary mention of Kara Danvers, and yet, and yet, she mentions her alter ego. It does feel conspicuous. It kind of does. I mean, I, I suspect what they're going for is. You remember that person who's not me? She sent me. (laughs) She's not me. I'm somebody else. (laughs) I was sent by your friend who isn't me. (laughs) I was sent by your only other friend, Lena. But I wonder if this is similar to Lena's mention of, you know, Monel of Daxum is Cara Danvers' boyfriend. They're both trying to covertly, for some reason, tell each other because they think they're preserving Kara's secret identity. Like, I'm looking out for you, buddy. I'm looking out for you too, friend. You know? <laughs> when you say friend, you mean bezzy mate, right? Yes, I do mean bezzy mate. I'm looking out for you, flower friend. <laughs> Box buddy. <laughs> but all the while, they're secretly just pining for each other. Please love me. (laughs) Secretly, she says. (laughs) The stories that couch could tell. If this couch could talk three. (laughs) I'm pretty sure somebody did actually write the fanfic, but anyway. I'm sure. (laughs) And then finally, we got some feedback from Cassie. It's just one sentence, but I enjoy it. It's all caps. I was going to say, are you going to scream it to, to properly deliver this message? 
I'm going to try to read it very emphatically. Lena's reaction when Monel didn't come back with Supergirl, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was m- sort of my reaction also. Mm-hmm. Hey, jerk face. <laughs> Which wasn't actually what I was going to say, but the thing I wanted to say, we can't say because we don't have an explicit rating. <laughs> you could call him a bleep and bleep again. I liked that one. That's true. I did call him a bleepity bleep earlier. Which Stephanie misheard as a bleep and bleep, which also works. He is both of those things. Thank you to everybody who sent in that feedback. We appreciate it. And and feel free to send us more. We are due to actually talk about the plot line of the past five episodes rather than just the Lena Luther parts. Lena Luther and her glorious parts. Boo to so talking you- about other things. Boo. <laughs> Well, it's not like we're not going to talk about Lena. We're just going to try to try to tamp down the fangirling, crack shipping nature of our conversation. We probably won't Boo. be that successful. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have any comments about the last five episodes or so, plotline wise, or what you thought about how the season concluded, etc., please send us that feedback for our next episode, which we're recording in the next couple of days. You can send us feedback to our email, feedback at askgenretv.com, but what we really would love to get would be voice messages. You can record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to that same email address, feedback at askgenretv.com, or you can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. But don't tune us out yet, good listeners, because we have some fanfic recommendations. We haven't done that in a couple of episodes, and I wanted to mention a couple of them. So do you want to actually talk about the one by By Jane? Because you're the one who sent that to me, who was like, this is ridiculous. You're going to love this. <laughs> okay, so the premise of this story is that Lena Luther decides that she wants to make Kara jealous. I I think sort of like in in her mind, she's like, okay, I really like Kara. How can I tell if she likes me back? And the conclusion she comes to is, I know, I'm going to try and make her jealous. If she gets jealous, then clearly she likes me and uh, I should ask her out. And so who is it that she decides to get to help her with this? Keep in mind, she only has two actual sort of friends in, in the city. <laughs> like like one actual friend who is Kara. And then one sort of friend, like a friendly acquaintance. And that's Supergirl. So she's like, hey, Supergirl, please be a pal and help me out with this. <laughs> and Supergirl, being being such a good friend, <laughs> is like, okay. <laughs> and then she gets herself into a bit of a pickle. She agrees to pretend to date Lena to make her alter ego jealous. And it works. But how does one balance such a thing? And it's it's like it's a ridiculous premise, and it's a cute story. It's not like angsty, uh, but it it is a, a you know it's a it's pretty ser- it it's a serious story. <laughs> it's it? not just it's not just over the top ridiculousness the entire time. Like some of By Jane's stories, which I I really like. If you haven't read any of By Jane's Supergirl fanfic, she has quite a few that are just short, completely off the wall premises. And they're really enjoyable. This one is one of her longer ones. It's not really off the wall and quite to the quite the same level, but obviously a ridiculous premise and it plays out in a very fun and entertaining way. The name of that fanfic is Oblivious and the author's name is By Jane. That's B-I Jane. And 
we will have links to all the fanfic that we are talking about on our website for the show notes for this episode. You can go find those over at askgenretv.com slash fan37. Yes, I forgot to preface this with these are these are recommendations for two fake dating fanfics. So we have the first one where Lena and Supergirl fake date to make Cara Danvers jealous. And then the second one I wanted to mention is by CNB. It's called We Are What We Pretend to Be. It is basically Kara and Lena, the public thinks they're dating, and so they decide not to deny it because both of them kind of see some benefit from it. And so they're, quote unquote, pretending they're dating, but they really just date as, you know, most da- fake dating fanfic tends to go. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed that one of the – there's not that many fake dating fanfics that I found with Kara and Lena, but that one has definitely been one of my favorites. I'm so pleased that I got you into this trope. <laughs> it's a good trope. <laughs> yes, it is. And I realized just as follow-up for the for the fifth wall, I was having trouble like classifying it, but it totally fits the fake dating trope genre. I just didn't think to put it there because people think that they're married and so but it uses all the same tropes of fake dating, which I love. It's also an what's what is the it called? Accidental kid acquisition? What is it? Accidental called? baby acquisition. Accidental baby acquisition. It's also an accidental baby acquisition fanfic. So that's fifth wall. If I'm going to mention that one again, it's really good. So if you're not reading that one, start. Though the person hasn't updated for a while. Please update writer. If you're listening, you're probably not. But if you are, I'm enjoying your fanfic. Please update it if you can soon. I'm eager. I think all of our fics have not updated that recently. And you and I are getting so antsy about it. It's kind of hilarious. And we should say that the first two fanfic that we talked about, Oblivious as well as We Are What We Pretend to Be, those are both complete fanfiction. So you can read those and get the satisfaction of them coming to a conclusion. <laughs> but thank you to people who've been sending us fanfic recommendations. A couple people, after we mentioned fake dating, sent us recommendations for We Are What We Pretend to Be. Keep sending them in. We we enjoy getting recommendations from y'all. Or write some and then send us those recommendations. Yes. So again, like we mentioned, we are soon going to record an episode discussing the last five episodes, the Lena arc of the second part of season two, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) And we will. Because Lena arc. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Recording a discussion of the actual plot elements of those episodes soon. Send us your thoughts about the last five episodes of season two. Again, our contact information, you can email us, feedback at askgenretv.com. Send us a voice message. Leave a voice message on our voicemail line, 972-514-7223. Or you can record a smart memo on your... Nope, not a smart memo. (laughs) I mean, it could be a smart memo. You record a voice memo on your smartphone and email it to us. I guess technically it is a smart memo. Yeah, record a smart memo on your voice phone. (laughs) You can also find us on Twitter at AskGenreTV. I should probably point out, too, the message on our voicemail line does not mention this podcast or Supergirl. Go ahead and leave us the message. We will will get it. Oh, I need to update that. Greeting. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) People have been confused, so I thought I'd mention it. (laughs) Analysis is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts for Lost Girl, Orphan Black, which is coming back soon, Killjoys, which is also coming back soon, and some other things all over at our website, AskGenreTV.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.